Sophie, I embarrassed myself. Again? Yes, again. again. Why? What did you do? Okay, so if you don't know, I have a long-standing awkward, awkward interaction with Caleb Shomo um, because I used to be like a massive fangirl of Beartooth and I would publicly make that <laughs> very well aware to the internet and there's probably videos you can find of me crying over Beartooth. But um, the, the last time I saw him, we came off stage after winning the Heavy Music Award I was so excited and he was waiting in the bay to accept his award after us. I didn't know that. I didn't know that when I opened the door and screamed, he would be stood next to me. So I did. He said, congratulations. I walked off awkwardly. This time around, however, I went to go see them um, uh, at their Birmingham show with Straight From The Path and Motionless and White. Shout out to them. Amazing. Shout out to Craig Reynolds. Amazing. Um, But... As I was walking off stage after the show, because I was on side stage, I went, that is one of my favourite white boys. Caleb Shomo, top five white men alive. As I said that, he walked straight past me. Did he make eye contact with you? He made direct eye contact with me! Oh, Yasmin! I don't regret what I said. I just regret that I looked (laughs) when I said it. Hello and welcome to On Wednesdays We Wear Black with me, Sophie Kay and Yasmin Suman. Hello, America and the UK and Germany and Europe and wherever. Wow, can you list any more countries or are uh, you just going to get stuck? Uh, You've left Australia out? Australia! Wait, we oh. have listeners in Kenya, so you need to list Kenya! them as well. Um, where else? <laughs> uh, Hawaii! Uh... Uh, oh my gosh oh my gosh Yasmin this is like one of those videos on TikTok where people are like how many countries can you name um not a lot I I failed at high school I failed so we have got a really good episode for you today this was the brainchild of Yasmin Suman because let's talk about it right at the moment everyone seems to be doing throwback songs Anne-Marie did one yeah. As It Is did one. Yeah. Um, Yumi at Six have done one. And then a lot of bands are just throwing back to their older sound by like revisiting how they used to make music and doing it similarly now. Like Bring Me The Horizon pulled out some riffs from like their first album on post-human survival horror, which is insane. In Flames have gone like to the more they're older. It's just good to see. Um, so we thought we would do this year in rock history and we'd look back at one year in history and just relive it together and what we were doing yes and yasmin would you like to announce what this year is today we're gonna be going back to 2013 2013 the year that i got into emo the year that i fully is it yeah because i was 14 (laughs) this is the year that i got my first paid job in the world of rock this is a so was a big my year period. <laughs> I hate you. I really hate you sometimes. Shut! That was funny. That was <laughs> oh god, I'm a menace to society. Yes, yeah, so we're going to be talking about 2013. Um, talking about the albums that came out. Talking about the culture at the time. Um, I am weirdly really knowledgeable about this time, so I am going to sit here for 
hours relentlessly. I'm not knowledgeable about this time. And so do you know what I did? I went back on my Facebook because I was like, where was I at this time? <laughs> Facebook was king, right? So I went back through <laughs> and I realized why I don't remember much from this year. And it was because I was drunk for the entire year. Yeah. Yeah. Valid. Valid. So Honestly, I think that's a thing. What You would have been in your early 20s now. I'm also drunk in my early 20s, Sophie. I'm just like you. I know. It's oh. just gutting to think that... Um, <laughs> but no, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad it's 10 years later. Um, kind of. <laughs> so my knees aren't happy. They hurt all the time. Mm. Um, so this year was... Let's be honest, Yasmin. This was a great year for alternative music. But the thing I was reminded of is the fact that alternative music was fully underground. Yeah, so like I feel like um like in the 2010s we were going through that burnout of like warp tour core music. Like we had the early 2000s which was like new metal, metalcore, emo, screamo, mm. and that kind of burnt itself out by like 2010. Everyone had borrowed the same riff from each other, right? We were all fucking fed up. Um and most of the bands on Warp Tour had been cancelled by that point. So, um it was Wait, were we was- talking about cancelling bands at that point? No, they were still being terrible. Pardon me. Yeah, they were still being bad. I think the cancelling didn't come till later. That was 2017. Because this is like key about that Life Attila vibe. So we we don't really care about (laughs) about misogyny at this Misogyny was so cool back then. It was like, (laughs) you're going to write a riff? Throw a misogynistic banger over it. Um, But yeah, 2013 was the time for like, I feel like a lot of emo and metalcore was like, okay, We've done the generic riff. What can we do now? And a lot of um, a lot of rock was kind of like bursting through the seams. It was a really exciting time. It was an exciting time. It was an exciting time to be like underground and in the scene. Like this is the year that I really got heavily into North Lane. I discovered yeah, um, twenty twelve, twenty thirteen, and they were just bringing something new to the scene. Um, I really it was, got yeah. neck deep in twenty fourteen. Ex- right, and so this um. was a. This was a really interesting year. Um, so what do we want to look at first in this year, Yasmin, do you think, to put it? I think maybe fashion. Okay, okay. To figure out what we were wearing. Oh, God, you don't to want to know. Tr- <laughs> to truly be in in that stage. Um, so I was definitely going through a metal stage, but I had a look at what was happening in this year. So crop tops made a revival and they hadn't been a thing. And I was like, what? Crop tops weren't a thing? And I thought, no, because we always used to wear longer tops that sat like around the hips, like vest tops. This was like crop tops were coming back know, since the 90s. It was, like, it was like everyone was wearing the low rise jeans with the long vest tops. Now it was the crop tops with the high rise jeans, like complete opposite spectrum um what else was really popular pastels for some reason made their made their mark on the early 2010s highly saturated overexposed photos were like the in thing like black and white on instagram was the thing sepia do you remember when when you'd get your filters from instagram like you go through the thing on instagram and pick the, the filter you want there are people listening right now who go what do you mean? Where am I supposed to get my filters? <laughs> <laughs> I, edit right, I edit right on my phone, like on photos. They let you like play with the exposure. But no, 
I remember using the filters on Instagram back in the day. Um, do you know what They seem so cool. Like, I felt like when I used an Instagram filter, I felt like some kind of pro photographer. I even used to like print those pictures out to give to family members because my photos were like next level. And, and I had a friend who used to like take all her photos in black and white because she was just that cool. Oh my God. Do you know what was like that? Do you know what epitomizes that era of 2013 of taking yourself way too seriously? the the like the sunglasses the blacked out like funky sunglasses that everyone wore like the hipsters wore and it's just like that generic frame of sunglasses and the mustaches the mustaches what was it about tw- what were we smoking but everyone was like oh and so quirky mustache like I- <laughs> oh yeah they're like the little mustache tattoo that was yeah. like a 2012 2013 that that yeah. whole era yes yeah what were- that and like the whole hipster thing because that's when gentrification really popped its pussy in the early 2010s and like mostly the early 2000s but like 2010 was its peak because you had like the generic hipster kids who wore like the i'm thinking the dudes who look like they've come straight out the bar but with the big quiff the like blouse yes the, the things what are they the straps on suspenders the, the suspenders <laughs> the quirky glasses the mustache the the like tumblr profile Ugh. Do you know what? This year, con- this is also a year. Um, I'll come back to the big part of women's fashion that was big, but for men, um, I really struggled in this year because normal dudes started looking like alternative dudes, and life right. became really confusing. Because I was, I would be like, I don't know who I can chat up and who I can't. <laughs> are we going to talk about like music or are you going to talk to me about coffee? Because not that music people can't like coffee, but you know what coffee I mean? Coffee became a whole thing. Like coffee and pizza was a whole personality. I remember going on Tumblr and it was like, don't talk to me until I've had my morning coffee or like slap my <laughs> butt and feed me pizza. <laughs> Ew! No offense if you think that's okay now. That's what it's, it's okay to like those those things. I feel like gin o'clock became a thing as well. Gin o'clock. Um, <laughs> Put me on the bubbles. <laughs> <gasps> Do you know what became a thing in 2013? Just girly things. That was when it popped off. What? Hashtag just girly? Just oh. girly things. Like the whole... <laughs> when you like put your favorite lip balm on and you feel like you can take over the world. Just girly things. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It was... You see, I wasn't on... Because I was on Facebook fully. I wasn't on Tumblr. I was just living my life through Facebook and we were living a good life over on Facebook. I just have to make a nod right now because this is the year that Uggs came back and they specifically came back for men quite a bit. They had a big revival in 2013. Oh my God. Plaid came back, but like the plaid checkered and it kind of went with like the 2014 pop punk like era. Plaid checkered shirts, like oversized checkered plaid shirts with like a tank top or a crop top and then shorts. That was the look of summer of 2013. And you... stripes. We were walking around looking like French mimes. I like know. we stripes and then the black skirt, right? <laughs> oh my god. Like... That was a... I still like that look. I still I'm still here for that look. Just, just I'm in a box. Red lipstick. I'm... Oh! Eyeliner, black eyeliner, red lipstick. That was a thing. Oh, that was a whole we thing. We were in our French baguette oh wee 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 era. For real. <laughs> oh, wee wee wee. I don't so know what, was... what we were smoking. What did you find out was also happening in that year? In 2013, I looked at music. Um, because okay. Cool. So, um, are we? Do we want to get into this? Are we? Are we ready to get into 2013 music? Because it was quite the year. Yeah, let's start. Okay. So, as for nostalgic releases, number one, Paramore released their self-titled Paramore album. 
Wow. The last one with Jeremy What's-His-Face, who left the band and then started a terrible SoundCloud rap career. Terrible. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's embarrassing. <laughs> is it as, was it as bad as Little Pumps? It's so worse. It's so have you, worse. Have you heard what Little Pumps doing at the moment? Yeah, he's releasing metal. It is so bad. Oh, no, this was worse. This was. I. You've got to watch it after this. It's so bad. Um, Sempaternal turns oh, ten. Yes. Ah! Ah! Yeah, that, that was a big year. Oh, that album like shaped my teenage years. Um, the Greatest Generation by the Wonder Years. Ten years wow. old. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Vessel by Twenty One Pilots. Sophie, your fucking album. That album your... had such an impact on me. Um, Common Curtsy by Day to Remember, which they had to like fight for. I remember the whole like legal beef with that. Uh, what You Don't See by The Story So Far and About That Life by Attila. <laughs> Those all came out in 2013. Do you know what? When we talk about like time specific and how you have to relate things to a time. Oh, my dog's just coughing up something gross. Lovely. Thanks, Wilson. Um, at this time, I remember listening to that song and defending those lyrics to somebody who was older than me. And this is why I always say you have to take things in context of the era that it came out. I we think... thought that was so funny. <laughs> we thought that was so funny, that song. I think as an exercise, 10 years later, we should read the lyrics of about that life. Um <laughs> Would you like to? Because I've got them up, so I'm ready. Okay, go on then, Yasmin. I'm a bad motherfucker. Not a fucking role model. Fuck fuck church, hit a bong, and then go smash a fucking bottle. Got a few sluts to help me roll a few blunts. And they never question me because they know I hate cunts. That is the first five seconds of the song. Do you know what, Yasmin? And we (laughs) thought that song was awesome. We, My 14-year-old ass was sat there singing every word. <laughs> so I remember someone, a journalist, said to me, why are you supporting this? And there was like me and my gay friend going down to... And we were like, because it's really funny. It's and we see the irony. Stupid. It's stupid. Now so stupid. it's like 2023. You just cannot... Comp- you can't look back in 2023 with 2023 eyes. Yeah, it was a it was a time. It was a time. It was a time. That and I remember like that era of Warp Tour, more so twenty fifteen. I remember that's when it was its peak. Um when Westboro Baptist Church used to come and protest <gasps> yeah. Warp Tour and all the bands would come out and piss them off and it was amazing. It it's was sc- amazing. It's scary how much change there's been in ten years because it doesn't feel like that long ago and then you look at the change and you're like, Wow. Because it was also one of the first ever UK Warp Tours. <gasps> Yeah, with Ask Alexandria and Black Veil Brides. I didn't go, but Slay. I went to the US one. I was like, fuck that. I'm going to the real one. <laughs> Show off. Um, yeah. well, I went in- to go see Beartooth, obviously. Shall I say what, what happened in metal music? Or are you done with... Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie to you. 2013, year of the emo. I did not even know metal existed. To be fair, I did like Architects. I think they released Daybreak in 2013. I was a big fan of Architects. But this year, the albums that I had, Clutch with Earth Rocker, which was amazing. Sly. Carcass released Sir... Wilson, you okay? (laughs) (laughs) It was like, no, it's my moment. Mom, it's not about you. (laughs) That's... uh, Dogs are gross. 
Carcass released Surgical Steel. You had, everyone was talking about Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats. Um, Ghost had a new album, Watane, Motorhead. Uh, but the albums that killed it for me was Killswitch Engage because they released Disar- um, Disarm the Descent and that was their first album with Jesse since 2002, Alive or Just Breathing. Yes. Um, this is the year that like Five Finger Death Punch properly, properly blew up. You had the Dillinger Escape Plan, who I was a huge fan of. I didn't know that this would be their penultimate out last album. Um, <laughs> it was called One of Us is the Killer. They Have you ever seen the Dillinger Escape Plan or heard about their live shows? No, because I was too young. They were something else, Yasmin. Like, it was unbelievable. Um, one of the albums that had the biggest impact on me and I went mad for was Let Live with The, back, the Blackest Beautiful. Yes! Oh my God. And yes! do you know what? That wasn't their favourite album, but... I don't it, care. I, I'm like, I, I don't care. It's one of my favourites. It's one of my favourites. It's our favourite. We don't care. <laughs> that album was absolute pure wall-to-wall genius. And it's really difficult. I guess it can't really be recreated because Jason's spoken quite openly about how he was in such a dark place at the time. Yeah. And so, and Jason's the, the, the vocalist of of uh, Let Live. He spoke about what a dark place it was. So the lyrics were unbelievably... Dark. You can't sustain that because it comes from such pain. It's it's unsustainable. Mm. Um, and it spoke it spoke to my heart. It spoke to my soul, Yasmin. Yeah, and it was like one of the few albums that like, you know, was speaking about that kind of stuff. Like I think about 2012 and 2013 and one of... Other than King for a Day, do you know what people absolutely sleep on when it comes to Collide with the Sky? Tangled in the Great Escape with Jason Allen Butler. Like that song. Oh my God. The vocals on that as well. Mm. Mm. He he just, oh, he was in pain and he he sang with pain. It was like from his soul somewhere. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that was the metal albums. But I also did some research into films, Yasmin. And I realized that I didn't go to the cinema in this year. It must be part of the fact because <laughs> I was just out partying all the time. So um, you had The Hunger Games, Catching Fire was big. I love the Hunger Games so much. Jennifer Lawrence was like everywhere. That's the year she fell on the uh, on the <laughs> carpet at the awards ceremony. <laughs> Do you know what my favourite thing is about pop culture? Ever since Jason Derulo fell down the stairs at some award show, anytime there is an award show, people pretend he's fallen down the stairs at that award show. So like it'll be the Met and there's the photo <laughs> of him falling down. It'll be like Jason Elon Butler just for, um, Jason Elon Butler, Jason Derulo. Pardon me. Jason Derulo fell down the stairs at the Met Gala or like. Jason Derulo fell down the stairs at Warp Tour. This was a big year for Marvel as well. Yeah. And Iron Man 3 did really well in the cinema. I think that was what the top selling film of the year. And it was really, it was a weird time because only a couple of years previously, to say you're into Marvel or anything like that made you the ultimate outcast. And the fact that it had become mainstream was kind of weird. But also in the cinemas, you had Despicable Me 2, Man of Steel, Monsters Uni, Frozen and Gravity. Okay. So you were probably into Frozen because... No, I was into Hunger Games. I was a teenager. I was like, oh my God, Josh Hutchison, I want to marry you. (laughs) Jennifer Lawrence, I want to marry you. I fucking love the Hunger Games. And like, I think they're releasing a new movie after 10 years. So like, I'm fucking excited. But pop culture was, pop culture was insane. So like... We were experiencing the first wave of like the dot com boom. Well, properly the dot com boom because like the the two thousands to two thousand tens was its first iterance. But I feel like two thousand ten is when we first experienced internet culture. So uh, Miley Cyrus performed with Robin Thicke at the VMAs. 
and did her twerking and her tongue out. This bad patty, I can do what I want. Uh, Flappy Bird. Oh my gosh, yeah. Made its debut and shortly died afterwards. The dog meme, you know, Doge meme. Wow, very good. So scared, much Doge. The Shibu Inu. Yes. yes do you know what another one that went viral that was my favorite because i looked back through my facebook was do you remember Stephen? no <laughs> Stephen. so it was like this dog this little dog whose front teeth were like way more forward than its bottom teeth and so people just used to try and write letters with like st but like instead of putting Stephen, it would put like Stephen. Oh, that we used to make fun of speech impediments. And that was okay. That was like, it wasn't something that was even questioned um, back in 2013. Just to also put it into context, back in 2013, what was going on? Because this was, this was such a different year. I cannot explain to you how, this is before Me Too. This is before Black Lives Matter. Yes, there's been movements in history, but our way of thinking was so different. Yeah, fully. It was a, a completely different time. Anyway, um, things that stood out to me. Do you remember when there was that meme of Beyonce at the Super Bowl? No. And she, she performed and they got this photo of her, bless her. And it is categorically the most unflattering photo that's ever been taken of a <gasps> yeah, celebrity ever. Yeah, yeah. It's a gif. It's still a gif everywhere. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> God, speaking of politics... Um, it was a different time. Barack Obama uh, entered his second term in 2013 of, of yeah. being the president of the United States. Um, Nelson now, Mandela died, which was I was absolutely heartbroken about in that year because he's one of the only politicians I've ever liked. I think some of the things that are really poignant, especially to you know things we discuss on this podcast, in the UK, it was when same-sex marriage was legalised. Yeah. And when you think, that's 10 years ago. 10 years ago, I wouldn't have been able to like marry my girlfriend now, which is insane. Yeah, because it didn't come into effect until 2014. It's but insane. also, the two massive paedophiles um, were talk- being talked about. So you had um, Jimmy Savile, the report about him came out, but it was also the year that Ian Watkins was sentenced to 35 years in, in prison. Ian Watkins! From Lost Prophets. If you don't know, Google it. Ooh, I, I'm not How ready to go into that yet. It's been 10 years since he's been sentenced. Ten, he got he got 35 years for that as well holy sh- and then he got more years because he had a phone in i think it was like 2019 he got caught with a phone in his possession so he right. got like another 10 months um that's insane everyone was talking about it. the worst part and i don't find this i don't find this funny because it's not funny but there is a pop band called steps right and they're just really unassuming sweet pop band here in the uk and they've got a member called Ian H. Watkins. Oh my God. So the poor guy, some news outlets printed the wrong picture and put Ian H. Watkins up instead of Ian. And the poor guy was just chilling at home and getting constant abuse, death threats, all of that because people had the wrong facts. So that's, that's why you should always fact check your facts. That's always insane. fact check. God, poor poor guy. Do you know Edward Snowden shake down the surveillance state at that time? Like he he came out with that expose. Um, wow. What was it in uh, Wiki? WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks that happened in 2013. Um, yeah, there's just so much stuff that. Oh my god, I'm looking through now. In 2013, Instagram yeah. still looked like 
its oldest iterance, which was the the blue and white layout oh, and yeah. then the, the brown camera logo when you click on the app, which is insane. <laughs> and people used to still put those weird like black borders on their photos or white borders on their photos. Oh, yeah. So Netflix had a big year in 2013 because when you think of Netflix, like they started quite early on, they took on because um, you used to have to go to a shop to rent videos netflix started like posting dvds and you could do mail order and then in this year obviously it transitioned to streaming this is the first time in 2013 that netflix invested in making their own show and they invested a hundred million dollars and it was house of cards which fell (laughs) like house of cards but it was the first show that they'd done now look at them but then that same year um orange is the new black launched oh yeah so like, when that fell through they had orange is the new black as backup well um, house of cards didn't fall through until Jesus. like well past me too oh my god macklemore macklemore released thrift shop this year what the, and robin thick released blurred lines which was so problematic okay so we've done our little throwback into um a year in history yasmin what would you say are your words of wisdom uh my words of wisdom are embrace the cringe 2013 was a cringy time embrace it be proud of it it was cringy but it was kind of funny at the same time (laughs) very true and my words of wisdom are remember that times change and you can't judge somebody by today's standards oh yeah time like 2013 we laugh at 2013 but we leave 2013 in the past (laughs) exactly that's where it belongs (laughs) And also don't bring your 2013 ideas into 2023 because it's changed. But also, before you start hating on people on the internet, make sure you've got your facts straight because otherwise you can create a lot of damage and you don't even know that you're doing it just because you want to have your say. Yes. Know your facts. Know your facts, people. And (laughs) of all people, the irony of us saying know your facts. I see. I see the irony in that. Um, So if you want to give us a follow, Yasmin. You can follow us at WeWearBlackPod on Twitter and Instagram. And you can email us, WeWearBlackPod at gmail.com. I'm at YasminSumanX on everything. Follow me because I'm hot and cool. And follow me because I'm old and boring and lonely. not old and boring. I'm I'm lonely. I'm lonely. At You're I am lonely. Sophie you K. You have a boyfriend. <laughs> Where is dog. he? Where is he? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, anyway. Where is he? Um, wow. I, I, I think he's. Oh, bless him. I made him go sit in the car to make a phone call because we were doing the podcast. Bitch. Uh, <laughs> <You> so, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we will catch you again next week, right here on the podcast, with lots of more cool stuff. Very cool stuff indeed. See you later. Thank God, 2013's over. You were listening to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.